Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Calista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. As we know it. Yeah. <laughs> My state's going on lockdown. How about you? No. You lucky bastard. <laughs> My yet. state's going on lockdown because everyone's stupid. Yeah. Because nobody's listening. They, they don't like to listen. Like, I cannot tell you the amount of people outside... In my neighborhood, because this is what happens in Minnesota. The weather goes gets nice because we all live. See, we're all quarantined for nine months here, anyways. Because it's freezing, <laughs> nobody goes outside. So the and minute it hel- nice. it hits, like I would say, if it hits forty, that's like our spring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are wearing shorts. This flip flops. I've been trying to explain this to Shelby. Now, it's technically spring here too because the little the seeds the the trees that right. flower. That are flowering, so that right. means it's spring, right? Right. And and but we've it's also snowed, and I'm like that just happens. Right. There's just yeah. intermediary <laughs> snow. It's it's nothing that's gonna like last for weeks and weeks, but it'll, like it'll snow and then it'll melt. Then it and melts, it'll rain, and then, and then it'll snow. Like, you might get, I, we might even get some snow in April. It really depends on April. Like sometimes we can. Yeah. Sometimes March snow. is our snowiest month. But I'm telling you what, global warming ain't such a bad thing. <laughs> It's I'm really working um, in Minnesota's favor. <laughs> we've we've had snow in May. We've had snow in June. Yeah. So it's just like I don't know. We've had the hair, my husband says we've had snow in July. Like oh, I, that has never happened here. Yeah, it's it's just it's, it's a the little unpre- with you people. It's a little unpredictable, and so it's, like it's not uncommon range. to me. But like Shelby, Miss Arizona down there is We're, like, what are you talking about? Snow? heat armpit of the United States. Uh, yeah, so I'm just looking at a. I'm just looking out my window right now, and it's like 50 degrees. So all the people are out, and I'm seeing a little too much interaction that Listen, doesn't qualify as social distancing. It's 47 here right now, but or no, it might not be. It might, it's got to be warmer than that. Anyway, it's sunny, so it must be warmer, right? Is that yeah. how it works? Yeah. <laughs> But no, like there's there's constantly cars that drive are driving by, and I'm like, where are you people going? You're where are you going? <laughs> I see. I feel like everyone's like in a bit of a panic right now because we go on lockdown at midnight, and everyone's like, we have to get outside or else they'll arrest us. I'm like, that doesn't like you can it's be not, outside, but like I just, just feel like the neighbors folks. stop talking to each other. Yes. We have some lovely walking trails near our house that my husband and I have have partaken I know, in. But like, don't like I and saw that's nice. You know, you can right. go do that. Stuff. That's fine. Go I saw a, a whole gaggle of kids playing a game of basketball in somebody's driveway, like, no. and I know for a fact that those weren't all her children. <laughs> I was like, I am so glad we shut down the school so you could have the elementary school congregate Extended on your driveway. Break. Sweet Mary. See, and I was like, I walked in and I said to my husband, it's because of dumb shits like that. We're going to get locked down. And like three days later. Lockdown. Lockdown. Like, thanks a lot. <laughs> I was following the rules. Listen, I'm going to offer some hope. Okay, you ready? Mm. You can do this. 
America. Oh, when I hard. had my daughter, she was a preemie <laughs> and she could not be around people because their immune systems are complete shit. Um, and then they get RSV and pneumonia and then they die. So I was very keen after suffering almost a near death experience, birthing her and then three months in the NICU to never, ever return to the NICU. So I spent an entire year inside, essentially. Like, occasionally, we would go to a mall just so I could get out. Now, you would think, well, that's a mall, Jennifer, but nobody actually touches you at a mall. No one was actually holding my baby and breathing on her. She was just in her little cocoon of her car seat. So I'm just telling you, it's possible to do this, and I did it for a year. So hang in there. (laughs) Oh, we can do it. There's so much wonderful things to watch online, streaming... Before we get into what we're streaming, right? I want to mention I just got an email from Sling TV. Ooh, that's if that's that uh, yeah. app that offers the TV. Yeah. They're doing a fourteen days free. Mm. So that's like fourteen days. That's two weeks. That's, that's your quarantine two weeks. You right there. Whole, you could binge a whole TV series in that time if you commit. So fourteen days free at Sling. Go sign up. Watch yourself some TV. Because there's got to be some people that are like not employed right now. Right. That three point two million. Fourteen days free TV. Free TV. Hopefully Congress gets their ass in gear and gets you some money. So we'll see. We'll All right. Up. Um, what are we streaming, Jen? What have we watched this week? I what captivated the nation. <laughs> myself on some netflix and i was like what's tiger king play <laughs> and i was like what madness have i just gotten sucked like, into literally the first 10 minutes you're like what what the, the fuck hell? you're like what is happening first of all like i was like i actually had to hit pause and rewind the whole first 10 minutes because i couldn't get through my brain that there are more tigers in captivity in the united states than there are in the wild yes i was like they keep them like they're kittens yes like baby how much tell me how much that disgusted you i was like that disgusted me a lot like i'm not like a like i'm pro be nice to animals but like i don't send money to like animal activists you know but i was ready to cut a check to somebody because i was like this is fucked up like it was ab- and like there's no laws? There were no laws against this? Like you can own a tiger. You just can't sell a tiger. But how do you get a tiger if you're not buying it from someone? I you're swear buying to God, your tigers. the government sometimes is just so stupid. It hurts my brain. The stupidity in the laws sometimes. Yeah, it was like what the hell is happening? Cuz I just was like I just thought he was a guy who liked to like dress up like a tiger. <laughs> I really did put a lot of thought into what this was about. It was absolute insanity. Like, I felt personally like a much saner person. <laughs> like, because you're like, well, I really obsess about TV shows. Maybe I'm crazy. No, no, no. Because no, there's people out no. there who own 250 tigers in their backyard. So, anyhow, Tiger King is about a fellow by the name. Well, he's got a different name, but let's just call him Joe Exotic. I don't even care what his name is because he's just Tiger King. He's Joe Exotic. He's got a blonde mullet (laughs) and, like, 15 million eyebrow piercings. So, he is, he is a, he is, yeah, uh, he owns, (laughs) I 
don't even like okay so he owns a zoo like his own zoo he owned a zoo in oklahoma in oklahoma and apparently it was a successful zoo it did a lot of business there's lots of people who want to hold tigers tigers and wild cheetahs lions it's you don't hold the cheetahs. You hold the baby tigers. It was the pretty much thing. baby tigers. They took the baby tigers around to malls. And yeah. And people hold them at malls. Can you imagine yeah. going down to the mall well, and there's a like, baby tiger? I, like, Let's I, hold it. Like, I gotta talk what? to these malls? Who I'm like, that? do you not? I, I can't bring my dog in, but you're letting <laughs> this person bring a tiger. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so... I was very confused. So he, but see, all the money is in the breeding and selling of tigers, which he does illegally. Right. So then we, should we just call her Tiger Queen? Because I feel like. No, she's Tiger Mess is what she is. Tiger Listen, Mess? There's there's this chick named Carol Baskin down in Florida. Do she not runs, send her money. No, don't send her money. Don't support her. She is not the good guy. Listen, she runs Big Cat Rescue in Tampa, okay? And she was like convinced that like she's the the good guy to Joe. She's the savior of tigers and in captivity. You watch for five minutes and you're like, she's the same goddamn thing, right? <laughs> you're like, wait, I was like waiting for her to like take a trip to Africa and like unload the crates and let the tigers go free. All right. she's doing that is putting them in the same cages that Joe has. Yeah, I was like, how are you different? The and then she charges cutting. admission. Yeah. But she doesn't even pay her "quote unquote" volunteers. No, I mean, Joe they just, vol- they just lot, volunteer but... like idiots. I mean, Joe, what did Joe pay his workers? A dollar. It was like it was it was, it was something small. It was like a hundred dollars. I think they them. made a hundred dollars a month. It was like it was it was poverty level. Poverty level, yes. Payment, but like these are like <sighs> these are criminals that work for him. That so anyhow, can't get a job anywhere else. So Carol they work and a Joe. Week despise each other right like on a biblical level like this is like this is cain and abel oh it's like, epic if there's if you ever heard the term mortal enemies and you were like i'm not exactly sure what that means turn on tiger turn on king, tiger king <laughs> and you'll we'll learn the term oh my god well he okay but like we gotta so get into her a much. little bit because it'll like okay because oh, she's crazy too so okay. she dresses in all Animal print. Everything's animal print everywhere. Everything. I feel very comfortable judging her on because it's not a good look. It's not a good look. Don't do all animal print. Like, do it in, like... And she wears little flower crowns. Yeah, it's super weird. It's really bad. Okay, but then you're like, okay, so, like, (laughs) they got to feed these cats, like, 400 pounds of meat a day times 200 cats. I'm not kidding you. There are 200 tigers in Joe's fucking backyard. So it's like, it's like... $80,000 $80,000 a month just to feed these animals. Just put put your brain around that number. You're just trying to keep the tigers fed. And uh-oh, what happens when you don't have enough meat for the tigers? They didn't even get into that. I was like, because we were, things were dwindling towards the end. The finances were dwindling. I'm I like, was starting to get super worried. For I was like, tigers. are we going to have to watch tigers eat tigers? Because that's where this is going. All right, so. I was real nervous. What's her name? Carol? Carol. Crazy Carol? Um, Carol killed her husband. Yeah. So <laughs> you're wondering how all of these people before this. Well, okay. So how is she rescuing all these cats? Well, first of all, she charges admission. So she's basically the exact same thing as this yeah. Joe. It's a, she, but, she says it's a rescue. It's a, it's a zoo. She has a but zoo. it's a zoo. She has her own zoo. 
Uh, but she's got money. So she, her first husband was some multimillionaire. And he Who left his family. Right. He left his first wife. He met her on the side of a road. <laughs> as all love stories begin. <laughs> oh, she held God. a gun on him. Yeah, just because he, he wanted to talk, he's like, it get it, like, really like serial romantic. killers do. And then they went to a motel. Making this up. This is all. Then they went to a motel. Yeah, it's true. This was all true. I'm not it's exaggerating. From so her she mouth. holds a gun on him. He gives her a gun. <laughs> like, get in the car. I just want to talk to you. She holds a gun on him, and they visit in the car and fall in love. And then he leaves his very understanding wife because she was just like you know he was probably a sex addict but it was fine i loved him with my whole heart i'm like girl no no don't do that you divorce him <laughs> and you take 50 percent, if not 60 that's what well, you looks do like she got it because that was a nice house she was doing all right so carol decided she didn't want 50 percent because she has to save her tigers now the millionaire husband was in it for the money well, of selling he, yeah. the tigers. He was, he was, yeah. He These are unscrupulous any, people. He wasn't a great guy. There let's are no be scruples in this group of people. In <laughs> and fact, he was they cheating on Carol, this. and Carol knew he was cheating on Carol. Right. And he wanted to open up some animal park down in Nicaragua or something. Because he's got a girlfriend down in Nicaragua. Or oh, my God. Bosnia or something. I was like, okay. Um, and then he just, like, disappears. <laughs> He disappeared one day. Well, it was like he disappeared right after he had said like some things that were like kind of sketchy. Like, I might be divorcing you and I have a girlfriend in Nicaragua. Well, there's that. <laughs> but like he also said to this one guy, like the last words he said, you know, if I can pull this off, this will be the slickest move. Yeah, because he was going to stick her with nothing. Because there was no prenup. You know, so it's like, did he just like fake his death really well or did or did he like right which could be i mean it could be (laughs) but then she shows up because there was like why do rich people have 1500 wills just do one will and then you don't so like she went into the office and cleared out all the paperwork and blah 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 she produces this will that says everything i leave to carol but it starts with in the event of my disappearance And or my death, which is weird if you've read a few wills. That is weird. That you don't, like, everyone, when you're making a will, you expect to be dead. Right? That's why you have a will. Everyone can understand that in the event of my death, there is, here are the people who get my money. What you typically don't predict is a disappearance. (laughs) Right. Disappearance is a lot more sketchy. And the lawyer was like, you know, I've been doing this a long time, and I ain't never seen nobody (laughs) put that on a will. So, like, she gets all the money for her tigers. She very kindly gives some to his other family. She does hold some of the money in trust for his kids, which I was like, all right, so she's not totally the bride of Satan. But she also uses that as a bargaining chip. Don't you guys raise Don't a mess fuss with or I'll me take it or away I'm gonna from cut a, Right. Or I'm cutting off the spout. Yeah. So you're like, okay, go get your tigers. She uses it to control them. Right. So she is going after Joe the Tiger King because what he's doing is illegal and immoral. <laughs> and what she's doing is pure. Pure and, you know, she's the Righteous. Mother Teresa of tigers. <laughs> Hence the flower crown. Hence the flower crown. I mean, there were actually people in line who were like, you just are my hero. Oh, like, I know. What is she doing 
see any rescuing of cats. I see them in cages. This is really distressing. <sighs> Anyways, so Joe, the Tiger King, likes to make himself some videos, and he likes to, to put it on YouTube. Well, yeah, he's got like this reality show. He had this show where he'd sit there and talk about how much he hated Carol, how much he wished she was dead. He'd blow up little mummies dressed like her and like all this stuff. He'd bring out his semi-automatic rifle and shoot dummies named Carol. Yeah. It was not good. Let's try. Let's just say Joe is not the criminal mastermind that one would. So... He is, like, accusing her of killing her husband. He's got all of this crap. But then he takes it to a level that's insanely stupid, is he copies her um, trademarked. Like, he wants, what he wants to happen is people who are sending money to Carol, who are buying tickets to go to see Carol, he wants to filter all that traffic on Google to him. Okay, so he renames his company, Big Cat, Tiger Rescue, whatever the name of the company is, copies the logo, so people are getting confused about which one's the rescue and which one is. So he would show up on the Google search. Right, so he shows up on the Google search, and then, you know, more money would... So, you know, Carol's got a few pennies to burn in her pocket, so she sues him. And instead of just like, okay, yeah, this was stupid, I should have done this, he goes to court with her. And, not shockingly, she wins. And then she just cleans him out. Because was it just the trademark? Oh, he didn't. Yeah, she she cleaned him out. She went after his parents. Yeah, it was like, it, like I'm telling you guys, this was Cain and Abel. Like, she was, she was taking trailers. She was taking houses. She went after his mother. Because his Elderly mother's parents, name was yeah. on some of this shit. Oh, because... Oh, uh, on top of, you know, keeping tigers, 200 tigers in a cage and selling them, he was also committing um, identity fraud with his mother. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a real prize. He was trying to hide stuff in other people's names. And that right. His mother was one. Right. But, like, the woman doesn't deserve to lose her house. No, it was horrible. <laughs> I was like, it's not her fault that her son is but an like, atrocious But, like, can we talk being. about some of the other unsavory individuals like this Doc Antle guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. With, so like, he- the little tiger harem Okay, so, like... he's got going. Right, so, okay. So, if you're looking at Tiger King, he kind of looks like ghetto Tiger King. And then this (laughs) doc dude looks like he's, like, the Mercedes of Tiger Kings. (laughs) They're all still... They're all disgusting people. This doc guy is like, I'm untouchable. Nobody can touch me. I just have... I don't... Like, it was absolutely... He's he's doing about 50 million illegal things. Right, like, on camera. (laughs) I'm like, do they not understand how the Federal Bureau of Investigation works? But also, can we also mention that the least unsavory person was the gangster who they modeled Scarface yep. after in that movie? It's this, it's this cocaine dealer. Who, he was like who, on the up and up. Who's who's on the up and up? He's reformed now, and he has he has some tigers and stuff, and he's in he's living a good life, and he was like. He was actually being a decent dude. And I'm like, really? When you look like... <laughs> the cocaine dealer is the good guy in this story, guys. That is the level of insanity. And there's so much. Like, can we also talk about Joe and his polygamy? Okay. Yeah. Well, let's finish up Doc. Because Doc, on top of, you know, being a just fraudulent 
you know, tiger kidnapping <laughs> lunatic. He's also a sexual predator. Oh, totally. It's super 100%. fun. Because sure, what's a good, what's a good crazy story without you know screwing over some women? So yeah, uh, basically, he has a harem of like women who want to be around tigers, and in order to get higher women. up in the chain, you have to screw him. Yeah, it's it's the cult. It is a cult. And, like, they managed to find one of these poor girls. Like, her dad dropped her off at this guy's, like, compound and was like, don't fall in love with this guy. I'm like, is it any wonder that this happens to women? Because these are these are the parents that they have. It's like, oh, well, you know, dropping off on the side of the road, don't, you know, good luck hooking. It's like, well, or is it any wonder? No. <sighs> Sorry, that was my own aside. <laughs> okay, and then... <laughs> but is any of what you just said nothing, untrue? Nothing, none of no. what I said is untrue. It's all factual. No. It's all in there. It's just all in there. And be horrified. And she's like, this poor girl is like, yeah, so, you know, I was sleeping with Joe, the, you know, Doc, the tiger. Well, and he's like presenting himself <laughs> like the Dalai Lama of tigers. Yeah, he's like Mr. Enlightened He's like Buddhist Enlightened guy Tiger Guy. And I'm like, I was just waiting for one of these tigers to turn around and eat one of these people. I was like, oh, if there, if God is a just and true God, one of the 250 tigers is just going to eat Tiger King. That's how this should end. Because I'll tell you what, I watched another documentary. <laughs> we'll get into that. I watched so many documentaries. It's crazy. Um. Okay, so... Tiger King. What were we talking about? But we were if you were gonna get into the I can't oh, remember. Oh, polygamy. Now. Oh, the polygamy. Okay, so Tiger <laughs> King. It doesn't matter if he's gay or straight, but he's he's gay. So he's a gay. <laughs> gay redneck cowboy. Redneck. <laughs> <laughs> illegally selling tigers. Polygamist. So he married some guy. A straight guy. A straight guy. Well, okay, so they tell him he's straight, okay, because he blows all this money on these guys, okay, and buys the meth because they're all meth addicts. Oh yeah, did we mention the meth, the methamphetamine? Oh, so okay, lots of meth. They do a lot of meth. <laughs> um, that was their personal drug of choice. So he marries one of these guys, and because he supplies the guys meth and you know in exchange this guy's sleeping with him and then this other like six foot six kid literally a kid comes on to the compound somehow i don't even know where he gets oh he finds him at like bus stations too like he'll find people like <laughs> oh like people in town will tell joe oh hey this person's been sitting at the bus station for days and days it doesn't look like they have anywhere to go so joe will swing by and he'll be like hey you want a job i'll give you a fresh start yeah this fresh start that he's giving you is working from noon until night, 24 hours a day. You're shucking dead meat from Walmart. You're living in an unair conditioned, rat infested, cockroach filled trailer for like a hundred bucks a month. It See, was the, the, the high life. That, I mean, and like these people are like super loyal to him. And I'm like, see, this is how downtrodden these poor souls are. That they will accept this as that this person is doing a kindness to them by making them live in this squalor while trying not to get eaten by tigers. Because guess what? Tigers? Not supposed to be pets! There was one moment where the tiger 
was fascinated with Joe's shoe because I guess they love perfume. They do. Listen, okay, before you go on yeah, about yeah, the perfume, yeah. this is something that myself and Shelby have talked about recently. Hi, Shell. Because... Everyone should love Shell because Shell's keeping my dog alive. I'm not even kidding. Shell's good. But um, I mentioned that my cat is like a little perfume addict. Whenever I wash my hair with a fancy smelling soap or I put perfume on or something or I, there's lotion on my hands, he'll like come over and lick it off. Like he absolutely loses his mind. That's interesting. And she was like, well, like yeah, a that's, that's a thing. And, and they sometimes do that in zoos. You know, they'll spray some perfume on to kind of stimulate the animals. And I'm hmm. like, that's really cool. I didn't even know that. So when they showed that part in, in Tiger King – where this tiger was really obsessed by his boot in the cologne, I'm sure there was gallons of cologne. Because <laughs> this is this is Joe Exotic we're talking about. You know, the tiger was like really like excited about this boot. And Joe's and, trying to film one of his 1,400 YouTube videos right, right now. Right, exactly. And so he gets all freaked out that this tiger's going to eat his foot. The tiger wasn't eating his foot. He was just was sniffing thinking about eating it, it for a minute. No, like, he was. He like, was. Like, he was he was sniffing it and rubbing on it, you know. He was. It was he interesting. He like shot a gun at the tiger, though. Yes, he did. He shot a gun. I was surprised tiger. the tiger didn't eat him. All right, you know, somebody shoots a, a gun at me, I'm gonna eat him. I'm gonna so. eat you. <laughs> but and the he tiger, the tiger, didn't. A the bitch. tiger was like, the tiger was looking at him like, "Why are you mad at me?" Right. She's like, "I just like your shoe, man." I'm like, "Eat him." Eat but him. Here's the interesting part. You're a 400 pound tiger. Eat him. In response to this. Carol said, obviously, it was just the perfume. If you really, because Joe was convinced that somebody had, <laughs> had put something on his boot to make the tiger eat him. And she's like, no, no, no. It was perfume. If you want a tiger to eat somebody, something, you put a bunch of salmon or sardine oil on it. And everybody, like, looks at each other like, uh, what'd you say? <laughs> and then you're like, <laughs> this is a couple of episodes. This is a couple episodes after the husband disappeared. Like, and she was did a she feed him to a tiger? I was like, and like, oh, she seems like, to know an okay, awful lot about getting a tiger to eat something. That we could use huh. to incriminate her yeah. in later Interesting. <laughs> but like, Carol no. doesn't seem to understand how the FBI works either. Oh, <sighs> okay, so was, back to something. polygamy. Um, so he marries... How did we get off of that? I don't know. I don't know. So he marries this other young strappy man who says he's gay. Um, and also does meth. And he's, like, not allowed to leave the compound. Like, he gives him pot and he gives him meth. And then in exchange, he has sex. And they call this a marriage. And I don't know really how this all happened. This is actually... It takes a very dark turn. I don't. It does. I wasn't sure exactly like what precipitated. Right, this. I was a little confused. Okay, so there comes a point. This is what I'm there comes a point where the Tiger King Joe decides to run for president. Oh God. <laughs> 2016. And he was actually like surging in the polls for a bit. Okay, so he hires a campaign manager. And a then, guy who worked the ammo counter at Walmart. Right. But he wanted But he to, was actually a really smart dude. Yeah, he was like, he was like uh, the only like smart he, dude like, on the whole thing. Like he went to college and like he <laughs> yeah, so he was like this is like my dream job. I'm like but his name is Tiger King. <laughs> so he starts like this political campaign and and so the the political advisor guy, campaign manager is sitting in the office and 
Oh, just for kicks and giggles, people like to point guns at each other on the compound. Because, you oh, know. So no big deal. That's fun. That's just. Semi-automatic. <laughs> I pointed at you. So the campaign manager, who is a young, I, he couldn't be more than 30. Um, I was like, oh, I don't no, even know he if he knows how to shave, let alone on, run. A he wasn't even close to 30. No, I was like, <laughs> legitimately, maybe he was 21. Yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah. So he's, and it's weird because they just switched to the videotape because Joe tapes everything. So like there's security cameras everywhere and, and you're just like the camera's on this kid and he's talking to somebody and the kid's on the voiceover and he, the, not the, hus- not the husband kid, the, the um, campaign, campaign manager. manager kid, husband kid comes in with a gun and he points the gun at campaign guy, the campaign guy's like, Hey, I've told you, you know, I don't particularly enjoy having semi-automatics pointed at my head. Could you perhaps, you know, we've had multiple discussions. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. And he laughs it off. And then he shoots himself in the head. But here's the thing. That was all off, off camera. So that all was off camera. You don't the see camera. the suicide. So you're you, just all you watching see is the, the campaign manager. Right, you're just, and he's talking to this guy. And then all of a sudden this look of horror on his right, face. He just like startles because he thought the guy was kidding around. And he was like, and like you, he sits there for like a good two minutes, just sitting there. And he says his name a couple of times, and then he gets up, and then he starts freaking out because the guy just committed suicide. And it's very confusing what precipitated. I feel like this was a drug-related I want to know what was going on with Joe before that happened. Also, yeah, because Joe is not exactly um, a loving husband, I would say. So, and both of these guys that he's married to (laughs) end up telling, are sleeping with women and are just saying, we're not, I'm not gay. I just with, you know, I just pretend to be gay because he buys my drugs. Basically. So that takes a dark turn. And like, it's really disturbing the funeral because Joe basically uses this as like another stage. Yes. To like. Listen, that's at the end of the day. That's what Joe loves more than anything Joe else. Joe loves not Joe. Not the cats. Yeah. Not the campaign. Not the husbands. Not the friends. Not anything else. Or the drugs. Joe is addicted to fame and attention. Yeah. And. I've never seen someone more addicted to. Well, it's funny because it's like. You know, there are legitimately famous people who then lose fame. And obviously it's clear they have. Uh, an addiction to it but like he didn't I didn't I never heard of the guy you know what I mean but he had like he had a delusional level of his fame that he thought he had attained he thought he was he literally thought he was the tiger king yes he really thought that that this was his land and this was his country of tigers and he is a king and we bow well he him. that's another thing he really believed that his zoo that land was his sovereign nation. And yeah. he believed firmly in his right to carry out law on his sovereign nation. He could shoot whoever he wanted. He could do whatever he wanted to whomever on in that In that sphere. sphere. Yeah. As as he wanted. He was paranoid uh, as fuck too. He had he had dominion. Oh right. he was super Okay, so he's the one that set fire to that alligator habitat. Oh, okay. I the one I came out feeling bad about was the reality show producer. Oh, I know. (laughs) So the reality show producer is who introduces 
like the beginning, the first episode. And what he says is, anyone involved with tigers, these are the most horrific, atrocious human beings you will ever meet in your entire life. And I thought, that's got to be like, an exaggeration. And I was like, no. <laughs> then at facts. the end, you're like, yeah, no, that, that's right. 100% accurate. And I'm, I include Carol in this too. Oh, yeah. Wow. So the reality show producer hears about Tiger King have a YouTube video. And he's like, this guy's gold. I mean, can't you just see this guy on E having a reality? It's like, it's, this is like, it's like, he's like the Kardashians only with tigers. So he spends a year of his life filming Joe. And he has, they, they have like their whole production studio. And like, he's invested like a million dollars into this already. And he's, he's trying to get the show picked up by a network. I think he finally had a network interested. And Joe goes to his lawyer. And his lawyer was like, so this reality show producer has been filming you 24-7 for a year? And he's like, yeah. And Joe had signed some contract where basically like the reality show producer owns his ass now. Like anything related to anything the film was his joe had no rights to it he had no say in what was included and what didn't because joe just wanted a reality show so that's all he cares about is fame so the lawyer was like you know do we think that's a good idea hours and hours of footage of you doing illegal activity (laughs) and yeah i think they abuse the animals too so joe goes out of town for either as a funeral or a wedding and the production house where there were apparently alligators, there was a production house with alligators. Yeah, in it. there was. It was like a big building that housed all the the tapes, all the tapes, the hard copies, and everything of, of of everything that was recorded, as well as the alligator habitat. Right, and it burns down like in a case of arson, and he tries to make it look like Carol. Did like it. Carol had it done or the producer did it or the producer and did it and the producer like, like said he actually sank to his knees and sobbed because he didn't have any of the tape backed up anywhere else yep so like he and lived Joe in crazy town that. for a year and his entire life that. savings was in the show and it's gone yeah. Like he said, he laughed and was just like in a deep depression for five years. He afterwards. left all of his stuff. Like, yeah, he just all left. of his things. He just got in his car and just and left because he knew smart. that Joe did it. He knew Joe did it because, like I said, Joe's not a criminal mastermind here. He thinks he's clever and he's. But the truly you know, awful thing is, because who gives a fuck about the tapes? It's the alligators. These alligators burned in this horrible. Oh, and, and that's what makes it really awful because Joe, of course. Of, of course, Joe did a big video about how awful this is that right. happened. And let's he, raise money to build a new habitat and all right, this stuff. But and Joe gets into, like, a little bit more detail than is probably savory you're like, in his yeah, video. You're like, yeah, he's he was talking like, oh, they're about writhing. How, and you're like, I don't actually need to hear about how, ty- how alligators die. He's talking die. about the alligators boiling to death. And it's just like... Okay, that's that's enough. Yeah, you know, that's just about enough. Like, from and he's you. a little too enthusiastic about it. It's well. Let's talk about when the gal got her arm ripped off. Oh yeah, that was a fun story. So yeah, anytime you're watching any of this tiger shit, I don't care if you're watching Animal Planet on the fucking Disney Channel. It's just if someone owns one of these lions or whatever wild animals, you're just waiting for someone's arm to get taken off. It's just a matter of time. Someone's going to get it's an arm happen. taken off. 
I can't even remember the story. I just think I was too so horrified. So it was this gal, gal named Seth. Who was a total who was, doll. Who was, she was a doll. Absolute doll. Was working and she did some. was doing something with the tiger and she had her hand through the cage, which I got from her telling that that was an unusual thing to happen. Right. You know, that was just, it was, it was just like any other day. But on this day, it hit the tiger wrong. Tiger grabbed her arm and, and, and pulled off like her hand. Right. And it, it had to be amputated and all this stuff. Anyhow, this happens, right? And Joe's immediately like in full Joe mode. He throws on his EMS bomber jacket and goes walking through the park saying, make sure there's no visitors anywhere. We need to close down. Then he walks into the gift shop where a bunch of people are hanging out waiting for a tour and says, I'm sorry, we're going to have to give you refunds. And you'll have to come back some other day, give you money back or give you tickets because Tiger just ripped somebody's arm off. And I'm like, did you really need to say that? Couldn't you have just said there was an incident in the park and we need to close down? Yes, that would be the Thank professional you thing to say. And like, there's little children. There's little kids right there. Just as a helpful parenting hint. Don't take your you, kids. Don't to take see, your kid to zoos where they have wild animals that are not secured. Like, if you want to go take see, them to a regular go zoo. Go see a regular zoo to them. see a tiger. One tiger who is behind a fourteen-layer <laughs> glass window. Cannot get to you. That's how I like my tigers. They like bring them out on leashes, like they're puppies. Yeah. And they're just waiting for this tiger to do something tigerish right. in and their nature, and then they're gonna shoot them. That or girl was so chill about losing oh, her arm. So like, if I she lose didn't a, care, she a, just went right back I to work. If I lose an appendage, somebody, <laughs> I want to handle it as good as she did. It was an impressive amount of zen. She's like, it's fine. And like, what's sad is these workers. The workers are the ones who love. Joe doesn't give a shit about the cats. The workers. Oh, by the end, it was apparent. Yeah, doesn't. He didn't give a crap about the. Doesn't give a crap. But like, they these the like you know. Okay, so back to Crazy Carol. So Carol's taking (sighs) him to the cleaners. She's because he owes her like millions of dollars. He's at millions of dollars. So. Ultimately, he's essentially he's being forced to sell off cats. He's being well. What he did is he, he was like, I need to have somebody else to put the zoo's name in. Yes. So he found this entirely oh, yeah, sketchy fellow. Yeah. Oh god! And was like, here, I blocked the zoo that part out too. That was like episode six. It was like five, it was. Six, it was seven. that was when things like, were ah! really getting dark. You're like, oh god! Like if you and, find someone who wants to buy into. Your tiger zoo. zoo. <laughs> Rest assured, they are not a law-abiding citizen. He is basically like Joe is is a bad guy. Let's not make any mistake about it. Let's You're not. Right. Let's not. Let's not. But Joe's also stupid. Joe. <laughs> Joe. Joe is Joe is a bad guy. He's done bad things, but he's he's not like there's there's levels of criminal. Like Machiavellian. No, he's, he's not like he's stupid. dark level of mustache <laughs> twirling. You know, it's like he's, he's just—he's not even—he's not even Ricardo Diaz. No, he's, he's just like just like his. Yeah, you're like you're just he, a moron. He's just—he's just a bumbling idiot. He's like the Home Alone burglars who likes. T- yeah, yeah, he's the Home Alone burglar. That is one hundred percent. That is absolutely. He actually even looks like one of them a little bit. 
<laughs> so like if you're looking for like the level of criminality of joe exotic he's he's a he's a home alone burglar now this guy that he sold to is more like he's more like i would say he's more ricardo diaz he is he's more, more ricardo diaz. he's absolutely more gangster he is absolutely more frightening yeah like i would believe that he would put a mob hit on somebody Oh, absolutely. Like, maybe he was the mob hitter. In, like, he's in a the guy. Seat. Well, and he knows a mob hitter. Right. He knows, the guy, friends. knows the guy in the cabinet business. You know, that kind so of So, here's the thing. Joe was accused of putting out a hit on Carol. Which, like, anybody was watching the whole thing. Like, would be yeah, like, well, that's, that seems like that's not surprising. But do. then you're watching and you're like, actually... I think in this case, like, but yeah, it took me a little it while. It was this guy. Like, it was a very well thought out <laughs> hit, and I was like, that doesn't But it was feel only like three thousand dollars. I, I it, it just, it, it was, it was absolutely they were setting Joe. This up. investment guy is the guy who would work for Michael Corleone. He's not Michael Corleone, but he's one of the thugs who works for Michael Corleone in The Godfather. Right. Exactly. So anyhow, they set up this whole quote unquote hit. As a way to frame Joe and get the rest of the interest in the zoo away from him. Right. And basically get rid of Joe. Right. Get Joe off of the off the playing field. And it's stuck. And the man's in prison. The man's in prison. <laughs> but it's hilarious because at the end, uh, their FBI is investigating the doc guy. They're also looking into the, you know, the hitman guy. They're, they're all dirty. Everybody. Here's the thing they're about... They're all filthy, filthy human well, beings. Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal with, F- with the FBI. The FBI doesn't bring a case to court <laughs> unless they've got you. Like, they take their time with investigations. They're very slow. It takes years. But once they've got it, like, you don't... This is why... What's her name? Aunt Becky is such a moron because she's going and playing chicken with the FBI. You don't if the FBI brings charges to you, you say how may I make a deal? <laughs> because they got <laughs> you. <laughs> if they're bringing charges, your ass is going to federal prison. So right. you say, here's the information I can get and give you in order to get myself out of this mess. So everyone's like, well, you know, the FBI is not investigating me. I'm like, oh, but they are. They're just collecting evidence so that they can put you in prison for 25 yeah. years. If it's quiet, it's too quiet. It's too quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I just still, every time I see an article about that woman, because they just released, she tried to get the charges dismissed. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? The Aunt Becky case. Aunt Becky from Full House. She was part of that uh, college cheating scandal where she basically, you know, they they faked that her daughters were a part of a part of the crew team in order to get a scholarship in order to get into whatever whatever college they wanted to get into because they didn't have the grades. These girls had never rode crew in their life, and there was like a main guy who was running the scam. Like he would have people take SAT tests, they and you know do all kinds of stuff to like get these rich kids into colleges that their grades were atrocious and that they did not earn it. And essentially the way, you know, Lori Laughlin is arguing is, Oh, you know, this is just like making a donation to the school. Like I built a library and then I was like, well, that's a legal way of cheating your way into the system. I would have just built a library, but what you did was illegal. So the FBI basically went after the main dude, and he served up the parents on a silver platter. 
And Lori and her husband have decided that they're not guilty, even though they're clearly guilty, and are fighting it. And everyone else is taking a deal. What's the name? What's the name of the the other actress that got caught? I can't remember. She was on Desperate Housewives. She's married oh, to the guy. William from... H Macy's wife. William H Macy's Felicity wife. Huffman. Felicity Huffman. She got she got pinged for that too. She had someone yeah. uh, retake her daughter's math portion of her SAT. <laughs> I wish I could have done that. Like, Why didn't anybody tell I me that? that? Was an yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was a dicey day for me in the ACT. Um, <laughs> so like, we wish we were rich and could do it. Uh, no, no, that's not the lesson. The lesson is don't cheat. Don't do it. the FBI is going to get you someday. Yeah, so she took a deal. She spent like two weeks or three weeks in a, you know, minimal security prison and has to do 850,000 hours of community service. The better part of it is they're just humiliated across, you know, this was very public. But yeah, no, Lori Loughlin's dug in. She's going to go toe-to-toe with the FBI in October. And I'm like, and so, like, because they weren't getting it, they added more charges. I was like, yeah, because that's what the FBI does when you're playing a game of chicken with them. They ain't going to swerve because they got you. Like, who are these lawyers that she's, oh, it's just, it's like, oh, my gosh. Lori Laughlin, you're going to jail for a long time. How did you get off on this? I don't know. I was thinking about the FBI. <laughs> Don't think about the FBI. Get There's you. an article, and that's all it really takes with me. I go off on a whole tangent. So anyways, Tiger King, if you want to watch some crazy. Watch it. It's good. Listen, watch it because it's quarantine. It's, you got it is literally the best possible nothing else thing. to do. No, it's literally the best possible thing to watch during a quarantine. The only thing I would say is if you guys are remotely soft-hearted towards animals, you might want to pass. Yeah, if you're like, like if, if you get anxiety by seeing animals like in uncomfortable positions, because like these cages are not big and there's 200 tigers on top of each other. You don't see any an- actual animals being harmed. Like when Joe shot no, the gun yeah. at the tiger, he was deliberately missing. He missed. He was like, just no trying to scare No animals are actually killed. Yeah. On camera. On camera. I would say the most disturbing I thought it was with the animals is during the feeding time. Yeah, when they were all running around because they were starving. Like, oh God. That what was do you call that? That's were... like a that's like a swarm of tigers. It that's was, a bad. It was really bad. bad and I, this was towards that the was end. upsetting. I agree. Yeah, that it was, was upsetting. towards the end. And Joe was running out of money, which means there wasn't enough meat. There was Walmart. But they're expired meat. Well, but like that was what they were feeding them. Like they were feeding these tigers expired hot dogs from Walmart. It was nuts. Or like a dead deer carcass that the cop pulled up. By the way, yeah, they like, would scrape up roadkill and take it to over take to the it Joe's, and they're not arresting Joe. It's like it's unbelievable. Anyway. But there's no law against it. There's no law against owning a tiger. Apparently, just can't sell one. Well, yeah, because I'm gonna go to you know Africa and capture one put it on the airplane with me and bring it over that will get past customs so anyhow give it a watch good stuff good stuff it just it's awesome it's awesomely horrible it's you'll feel like a really good person but listen it's 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 not as disturbing as the trials of gabriel fernandez oh that one's a tough one I, I watched that one a couple weeks you, ago. I would encourage you, if you are a sensitive human being if you get nightmares easily if the plight of children just really upsets don't watch it don't watch that. It's but, very it, but, if, but if you're okay, 
watch it and it's really good but like it's really sad so i watched that. a disturbing documentary just in the terms of watch? the wildlife situation oh, no. don't, about don't this wildlife. guy who would go out into the wilderness and like hang out with grizzly bears like brown that can end good grizzly bears <laughs> and it was a very good. benign kind of documentary and he died right he got it until he was eaten by a grizzly yeah. bear and his that's girlfriend that he dragged along with her and he she's like i don't want to go he's like it'll be fine and then they got eaten listen that's disturbing. what happens you hang out with grizzlies you get eaten and black it bear, was a black bear might not eat no, you they might fuck you up ass. but a grizzly will Alaska, absolutely not even yeah you're gonna question die it. they will they will like that that's just particularly when it's close do, to hibernation season and they're no, already do like don't do it they Oops. it was like the fish yeah. was not as plentiful so the bears were hungrier so, so they, they don't they it. get less choosy yeah oh and the fun part thank god they did not play it but it was recorded oh good yeah so i was just watching this benign documentary i swear to god i just turned it on no documentary is benign. and i was like okay we're just gonna watch some crazy dude talking to bears (laughs) like he thinks they're friends i'm like they're not they're not your friends friends. (laughs) they're not your friends (laughs) honey no honey they ain't your friends i was like man how is he not getting eaten and then like it turns into an actual horror show at the end and you're like oh my god he's got eaten by a bear yeah, see, that's what happens. Um, what else have I watched? I've watched watch more stuff than me. I watch a lot of stuff. You watch a like, lot of listen, shit. I do because listen, there's fun stuff out there. Watch the staircase on Netflix. I know that one's a little old, but it's really good. The staircase. Look that one up. That folks. one's really good, and I would also highly recommend the Jinx. The Jinx, I agree. The Jinx is really good. The Jinx, I will not yes. tell you anything about it. Do not read anything about it. No. Just watch Same it. Same with Staircase. Same with Staircase. Don't watch anything on Same Staircase. With... Don't watch yeah. anything on the Jinx. Watch them. Watch them. You will, you will thank me later. Um, let's see. In- oh, The Innocent Man. I watched that. That was really interesting. Which one's that one? It's um, it's based off of John Grisham's uh nonfiction oh, book. Oh, I started it a couple times and I couldn't quite because I was trying to work with it on. It was it was one of my. It was a little tough to shows. follow while I was working, so it got kicked off my list, and then I forgot about it. It's good. Evil Genius also good. Very disturbing. Is that the? I've been watching a lot of crime dramas. Crime. Yeah, that's the one yeah. that was with the pizza and the bomb. Yeah, mm, that's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> that's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like pizza and a bomb. I can't say anything else other than that. I know. There's but pizza it's so good. and a bomb. The pizza that's bomb guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know all about that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, you know, if there's there's no better time in the world for documentaries, particularly true crime documentaries, I there's will... some that you're like, okay, this might not be a good idea to watch while I'm alone. I would, but like, if, if you're on an H- HBO, because I've watched almost every doc- documentary on HBO, don't watch, watch the Cheshire Murders if you're by yourself okay. and okay. if you can't stay home alone by yourself. Like, it's really... What is that one... There's a show... On Netflix, I want to say it's on Netflix, and I can't it's like it's escaping me. It's 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 um a scripted drama, but it's based on real things, and it's like the FBI, and they're like, oh they're, yeah, it's the it's Mindhunter. 
Mine Hunter. Yeah, I couldn't watch Don't that watch Nick. Mine Hunter alone. But it's no, really I, good. It's really good. It got it's a little really like good. I'm like, are we just gonna talk about FBI? <laughs> Cause they were like in what they would do on the side, they weren't they did so this is all about the FBI developing their their psychological program and profiling for serial killers. So it takes place in like, I don't know, the seventies. So they've yes. got um BTK. They got BTK. They got. They even talked to Manson. They talked. The big you know, they guy go is scary. Yeah. There's like a, all like the they go talk murders. to serial killers Who in jail. Up. But in right. the background, like, they just have BTK scenes of BTK. Like, becoming, becoming BTK. BTK. And it's really <laughs> fucking disturbing so you know, that asshole well, wasn't caught for like 40 years so but you know that means it's like you're building towards this great <gasps> yeah. confrontation I don't know, I we've, we've seen season two seasons three, I know, and it's season been three building got delayed. and building I know, I know it got delayed I don't know why but it's like I'm like you literally have BTK out there because here's the thing about it I don't know if we're ever gonna get to BTK because BTK wasn't he wasn't caught until like it, it Later in the 2000s, right? When did PDK No, come? it was before that. It, was, it had BTK to be the 90s. PDK captured. I don't know. I learn, I lose all If you're wondering what BTK is, it's bind, torture, kill. Correct. That when they were talking to that guy who got away, <gasps> like I was alone when I was watching that scene and I was like, ah, 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 gotta turn it off. <laughs> gotta turn it off. I'll watch this later. That motherfucker, <laughs> he was oh. killing from 1974... He was captured in 2005. Wow, really? That late? Yeah. Okay. Watch it, guys. It's a good show. Yeah, uh, he's really <laughs> awful. He's really awful, awful. Everyone's like, if you have why do you watch any, this shit? Because you get scared. Now if you like have any really good <laughs> true crime documentary recommendations, please. Oh, I wish I could remember. Because I need There more. was another... Oh, there's, there's really good ones on HBO. I gotta give HBO credit. They do a nice job on their crime documentary yeah but i'm i'm on stars right now not hbo i switch off oh okay you know stars doesn't do the documentary no but they have outlander as so. much <laughs> i'll think of another list because i've literally watched if it's a popular crime documentary yeah i watched it then i had some nightmares I and i watched some disney <laughs> Yeah, this is how you do it. <laughs> I was like, why are you watching that shit? I was like, because it's interesting, even though it scares the bejesus out of me. I just like to know stuff. Like, I was watching. Oh, what else were we going to talk about? Um. Oh, the Elicity Bracket. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I was like, I knew there was something. Look at us, serial killers. I was like, what happened to watch over <laughs> We're dark and we're They're talking about Tiger Kings. We have layers. <laughs> it ain't it ain't all sunshine and rainbows here, kids. Um, so I just discovered that this was up. I didn't know it was up. What? What's up? Uh, the black the bracket. <laughs> oh, the bracket. Yes. <laughs> Isolation has finally gotten to our poor Kelly. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> we just enjoy ourselves sometimes. We have we a little do. private moment we do where enjoy we find ourselves, ourselves really funny. A lot. <laughs> like a a lot. Bang, we enjoy ourselves thing. a lot. <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> where is this thing? Who did it? 
Um, hold on. I'm come on, trying come to find on. The people are message. waiting Jesus for the information. Jesus Christ, I'm going. I'm going. God. Okay. It was originally from Elisa Queen at Elisa Queen. Um, Eliza Queen. Eliza? Eliza? Anyways, Eliza? she's a queen. Lisa? That's all you need she to know. She is a queen. That's it. She made us a lovely bracket. She made us Anyhow, a lovely bracket because she's the best. They, she pits against each other such things as, can I... Welcome to my horror. The Earth X crossover reunion hug and kiss versus the 810 reunion hug and kiss. And I'm like, really? I have to pick between those oh, two? Oh, so she already Which put... One? Oh, she, so she started it. She put she put the scenes in, and then you have to pick from what she put in, what's, what's, which one oh wins. Oh, my gosh. That's and so it's, mean. It's like, it's like Sophie's brilliant. choice. brilliant. <laughs> it's Sophie's okay. Oh, there it is. All right, let me look. Oh, my gosh. What the frick is this? 301 first date versus their first meeting. Their first yes. meeting? Yep. He took she put th- 223 he took the wrong woman versus 722 bigger than the universe. What the frick? And I'm like, "Oh, so that's how it's we're playing." It's supposed <laughs> to be red versus apartment key. I can't. Reunion there's no choice to make versus reunion sex. Girl, these are not I Okay, well this just has to be this just has to be undertaken because these are these are not fair choices, but I'll do it. So while Jen is doing hers, I will fill you this in is on the So what hard. I, I will uh, Yeah, I know it is. So I picked between three oh one first date and one oh three meeting, I picked three oh one. Yeah. Because the first date was pretty much perfect. Now their first meeting was absolutely fantastic. Well, we but didn't listen. know what we know. No, at we didn't know. Like, it's it's a landmark moment. It's like picking Empire Strikes Back as your favorite Star Wars movie over New Hope. Yes, I know a New it's, Hope is the first okay, one. Okay, I've got a good one. I've got a good comparison. And it's very important. I got a good comparison. What? It's like what? I prefer The Godfather Part Two over Godfather Correct. Part One, but you but can't you appreciate watch. Part Two yeah. until you've seen Part One. Exactly. That's how it works. Very good. Mm-hmm. So between 309 and 112, 309 was the I love you forehead kiss and 112 was the notebook where Oliver gave Felicity the notebook at Big Belly Burger. I picked the notebook because A, I'm still salty about the forehead kiss. Oh, I like the forehead <laughs> kiss. And, and B, that scene with the notebook was I am more just of an gorgeous. angst I love whore that than you are. I know. See, my, 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 you, my you accept the happiness writers give you. I'm always Listen, like, make it I hurt. Tell you, <laughs> my bracket came down to the scene in 320 versus the scene in 520. Yeah, that's, wait, is it the sex scene or is it the, is it the two sex scenes? Yes. Okay. Because, and, and, and I picked 320 as the winner, but as I explained to Lexi, I said, if it was 520 the episode, Versus three twenty, the episode yeah, five twenty would win because five twenty is clearly the superior. Well, because it's a bottle episode. Of the a bottle ep- episode. Well, but it's Elizabeth and OTA. The whole, thing, the whole thing. The whole thing is is Elicity, right? Right. Like, and everything else is secondary. Well, but everything else is made better because of right. the exposure it's like, to It's everything like, we ever... Like, okay, my thing with 520... NTA was good right. in 520. Yes, because they were <laughs> supportive of OTA. And, like, it's every... And 520 was there. Is the everything OTA the show... Done. We have ever wanted the show to be 
it five twenty is this happens in that episode. It's like they just throw up on us with all of our wish lists and every, all of our complaints are just like eradicated. And honestly, if you like angst, the episode has angst. If you mm-hmm. like fluff, the episode has fluff. If you like action, there's the, great the, action. The, the the steamy stuff it's got that it's got, it's that. got the action Humor. it's got the banter it's got the flirting but the focus it's got, is like, all on Oliver for Felicity and then I would say Oliver Felicity and Diggle it's just it's so it's, good it's like from start to finish it's amazing it is it is my favorite episode and it's super but, informative like as you're watching season five and you got to, like if you were watching season five live and when you watch five twenty. You were like, oh, my God, season five makes a lot more sense because Oliver's right. behavior was like extremely what the fuck right. for a good chunk of it. And it fills in <laughs> some massively agrees. needed holes that needed to be filled in. Correct. Well, this is very um, interesting because I don't because I would not. <sighs> you know, this is so hard for me, though. I know it's hard. Because for I, you, I haven't made my favorite <laughs> Felicity and Oliver scenes yet thing because it's so hard. And this is going to help because, you. Yeah. Now, but, that's true. But this is a really good list. But this, but this <laughs> bracket is asking us to pick our favorite scene. So if you take the first time scene in 320 versus the flashback bunker Well, that's what I'm going to do. My top 10 scenes. Like, when you put the two scenes versus each other, I had to pick 320. Yeah. And the reason for that is... is well, because it's still just breakup sex. It's still just breaking. Because, like, you know they're but not going to get together because they weren't together the whole season, so. But but that, that wasn't even just it. Just, like, just taking the set, like, even if they got together, even if 320 hadn't resulted in them being separated, like, just take the scene versus the scene. I like the 320 scene itself 320 better. is more romantic. Exactly. It had, it had, like, the the glasses removal right. had Felicity's Felicity declaration. Says, wait. It has the candles. There's it's a little got bit of the awkwardness because it's the first time. And it's Oliver sweet. isn't quite sure it has where he can put flinging. his hands everywhere, my friend. You can put them everywhere. That's why it's beautiful. <laughs> so my very, very educated, studied conclusion was the 320 was the winner for me. Now, I've seen a lot of people that are, like, picking all this angsty stuff. And some of you people... Listen, if me. you're picking angsty <laughs> you stuff and you were me. bitching during the angsty stuff, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You pick your fluff. Because I got to hear about it in my inbox on Twitter. That's true. So this be true, true to yourself if mm. you were complaining and unhappy during all the angsty shit, but now you're okay with it because they got married and had a bunch of babies and are in a paradise dimension <laughs> having a whole bunch of sex. That's not the same as actually liking angst. That's a little disingenuous, my friend. <laughs> That's all we're saying. <laughs> so don't you be picking now. I am a twisted, sick yeah, person. And, it, and honestly, some of my reactions, some of my scores on here – I had to take into account how I felt when I watched it, not how I look at that scene. And yeah, I agree. I think like a lot of when I actually like do my favorite scenes, it's going to a lot of it's going to be based on my emotional response. And I guarantee you a lot of it's going to be, be based on was I spoiled on the scene or wasn't I? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. When it was, he took the wrong woman from 223 versus 722 bigger than the universe. I picked 722. Not because... 
I didn't don't love 223 he took oh, along. That was an amazing an, oh. scene. But I will tell you watching it live I did have a problem with it. <laughs> because of how it was so quickly revealed to be a ruse, whether or not it was not. Yeah, no, not. I would not. I like, was. Like, I, I had. I had really mixed feelings when that episode first aired, and I also knew was expecting a kiss, and there wasn't any. So I was kind of disappointed in the moment watching that. Whereas in seven twenty two, that was just like gift, 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 and so I, I had to pick seven twenty two over it. Well, because of how I felt watching it. The that's first a very time. interesting experience for me because I watched that episode and I was not part of fandom. That episode brought me into fandom because I didn't understand. I was like there to like he loves her, right? Like what the fuck was that? And so I looked up an interview. Like I went on IMD, IMDb. I figured out who the writer was. His name was Mark Guggenheim. I googled yeah. Mark Guggenheim. Oh, I remember Arrow when he tweeted this. And I too. found the tweet. Yes, I remember when he tweeted it. I was and on that the unthinkable. That whoever that person was. <laughs> Who asked that question if sacrificing Felicity was the unthinkable act? Because I didn't even know the episode title. I didn't know the episode title was unthinkable. It's how not part of fandom I was. And I was like, holy shit, that's brilliant. And But see, to me, that's that's post-episode. Right! But like when In I was the watching the episode, it was stressful. It was extremely stressful. Because it was all ambiguous and shit. Like, he's smiling at her on the beach, and I'm like, yeah, okay, are we just... But I see, was not happy with that smile. But see, I here's wasn't. the deal. The reason, because I, I was, was like, how upset. could you be uncertain? <laughs> because I didn't know if these writers were actually going to have the cojones to go exactly. there. Like, we I was very know, worried that Felicity was always going to be, like, the girl Friday. Right. And just the tease, the right. constant, you know... And no, we're going to we come back in freaking October and he's going to be like, oh, I still want to work it out with Laurel. That's exactly it. It's it's so easy for new viewers to come in and watch it and be like, oh, this is the most amazing thing ever. You don't you, know. Weren't you guys so happy? At the th-? And we're like, no, we weren't. She really. was <laughs> a guest <laughs> we, star. <laughs> we didn't know for sure. We didn't know how well much we could trust them with. No, I didn't trust them at all. Like at all. I didn't trust them until that summer when they were like, oh, no. It's I Felicity. trusted Felicity, them Felicity, after Felicity. I figured out. <laughs> I, was like, once oh, okay. <laughs> I knew Felicity was the representative character in the fucking episode title. I was like, they're going yeah. there. I was good okay, after I yeah, saw that tweet exactly. from Mark. But I was like, and then that launched the blog. So whoever asked Mark that question, you like are very responsible for me creating a blog because that ignited my insane analyzing <laughs> that drove my husband nuts for several weeks until he begged me to stop talking to him about Arrow. Man, this bracket is a real ass kicker. It's just so many questions. It's just so many questions. I should post this on my blog so people can do it because it's really fun. Oh, it's do, fun please do in because a it is interesting. Way. Oh my gosh. Okay, so there's the but bracket. No, it was it was the the bracket is a lot of fun and some some of you all folks picking all the angsty stuff. I have questions. You best That's be all. really liking angsty. You better been like this is oh, amazing. Also- well, we broke up. I need to mention something just for the for for Lexi's sake. She and I had a, a discussion, if you will, uh, <laughs> because the the choice between two oh nine 
Felicity helps Oliver put his mask on for the first time. And 709, you'll always be the love of my life. Okay, I picked 709. Then the next one was between 722, Bigger in the Universe, and 709. And Lexi's like, 722. And I'm like, yes, but hear me out. 720 or 709. Because he tells her that no matter who who she is and or what she becomes or who he is or what he becomes she will always be the love of his life that will never change now to me that is a series moment well i think like, they he is declaring very... that mm. i think they've and that was purpose- brought up again yeah in season eight you know it's just i think it was it's very it's, purposeful it was extremely purposeful. In, re- and in that retrospect, was... when you know that Emily Bettricards is leaving at the end of the season, because we didn't know that at the time. No, we did not. And they very clearly had... The interesting thing about Katie Cassidy's exit is that she always said in interviews constantly that Oliver is the love of Laurel's life. Right. So it's right. very... I, when they put that scene in there... And it was an oddly framed scene that, you know, she just tells him, hey, oh, I hope you get back together with your ex-fiance, but BTW, and... you'll always be the love of my life. And Oliver just like awkwards because it's awkward. They haven't been together for awkward. years. Um, and it was just such a reversal of Laurel's progression in season three where she well, really didn't give a shit about Oliver. And the unfortunate thing is, 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 is the fans of her in that relationship that weren't really paying attention to anything outside of her. Right. Took that as some confirmation that the greater romance was Oliver and Laurel. Right. That's where I'm getting. So like, and yeah, so yeah, it felt and, and like a very, it, it didn't, was like, it was no. one of the few scenes where like, <laughs> I don't know if Mark wrote it or who wrote it, but I very felt very strongly that was not coming from the writer. That was coming from Katie and they put that line in there right. to make her happy. So it was this odd phrasing where they've introduced, you know, Oliver's the love of Laurel's life. And he's silent, which then leads to the next question. Who does Oliver think the love of his life is? And obviously we're like, obviously it's Felicity. But he, he, he has never actually come out and said it definitively. No, in that not way. in a declarative statement. Right. It's of, not of like, sorts. oh, well, you know, the vows, the wedding vows weren't enough for you guys. Listen, those were lovely. But to put a permanent, it felt like to me, hey, we're going to put this sentence in there to make Katie happy, but we're going to follow it up later on as the declarative yeah. statement within the show of who the great love Correct. of Oliver Queen's life is. And that was the declarative and that statement. Was the declarative that is the statement, statement that nobody ever can refute because the show ended with that still being right true. and they and they i feel like they almost purposefully because he could have said it in the wedding vows he could have said it 14 different times but they very purposely waited until essentially the last crossover which is their biggest episode of the season and it's emily's last so year everybody would see it right and it's, <laughs> it's her last year so what i always felt was in retrospect after i after emily left i felt like that was really the writers saying this is the impact of felicity smoke on the show she right. is the great love the of love. oliver queen's life and but he also like the fact that he mentioned you know matter what i become right he became specter 
Yes, it very it, much rolls into eight. Yes, right, mm-hmm. and and so it just it it covers the whole breadth of the series. Well, yeah, because like, listen, I was not on when I watched that episode. First of all, the whole crossover was complete shit. Oh, it was such shit. It was but such I watched shit. That like scene. that was like the one bright <laughs> moment. I was like, okay, finally something I give a crap about. And I just was like, not because Oliver says he's gonna Nobody be something else and that. someone else all the time. It's like, yeah, yeah. I was not thinking, I wonder if he's going to become Spectre, and, like, in the comics. And this, no, you know, nobody like, was. No one was thinking we that. Thought he so might like, die, that but we thought he might die. eventually happened, and we could look back. It's a little bit like the bouquet. Like, I picked yeah. up on the bouquet, but I didn't pick up on that. So, like, when you no. look at it, lots of people were retrospecting on the, oh, hey, look, there's a bouquet. They were going to get married. That was my, in retro, in hindsight, oh, that's Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye. Bye.